Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Gritty and Curious. I'm your host, Austin Schlesinger, the co-founder of Gritty and Curious, where we are in a mission to give creators the network, knowledge, and opportunities to build an audience and monetize their audience. We do this through the Gritty and Curious community. The Gritty and Curious community is a community of creators, self-starters, and entrepreneurs. Like I mentioned before, we give you the network where you can engage with each other's content and give feedback on each other's content. We give you the knowledge. We discuss interesting books, podcasts, and articles that might help you out in your entrepreneurial journey. And we also share interesting how-to guides like how to start a podcast, how to start a blog, etc. And we give you the opportunities for you to excel. We host question and answer sessions with expert content creators. We give you the opportunity to ask our podcast guests questions and we host office hours where you could speak with me andy and other members of the gritty and curious team if you're interested in joining shoot me a message on linkedin or twitter and we'll get you set up my guest today is the gritty and curious josh kaplan josh kaplan is the head of podcast strategy and operations at the morning brew he's a member of the business casual podcast team business casual is the morning brew's primary podcast right now if you haven't checked it out make sure to check it out it's some really good stuff today we talk about the morning brew we talk about podcasting in general and we talk about the future of audio so it was a very insightful conversation and i'm super excited to share it with you all so let's get right into it so first and foremost you know morning brew for the past several years has been known as a business newsletter. Why did you guys enter the podcasting world in the first place? Sure, that's a a great question. We, over the course of the past, I'd say three years, have started to really increase our ambitions from being an email company into a media company. And, And that means taking the mission and applying it to a variety of places. So you'll start to see Morning Brew start and and extend things into many different mediums, but audio is really attractive for a number of reasons. So it it made the most sense for us to try and tackle newsletters next. Uh, But we're also on the side creating a lot of web content, now creating a lot of actually video content on social media. Uh, So we're all of a sudden doing a lot of things that we used to say no to every single time we thought about it. So something that I've kind of thought of as I've been listening to the Morning Brew podcasts is that Morning Brew historically has been a, you know, it's quick business news and the strategy. And I mean, at least for a consumer, it's always been something that I've resorted to to get my news very fast, you know, five to 10 minutes, check it out and that's it. And with the business casual podcast, it's longer kind of information and i mean from from my perspective it seems like morning brew as as a company has kind of had to shift their vision in terms of what they're offering to their customers in order to bring on this new element of audio so kind of how is the morning brew strategy changed and what is the your strat your guys's strategy for podcasts uh, i think that's a great question i, I think there are I think there are three three answers that I kind of want to break it down into because when it's thinking about one one is what are we asking of our users of our readers of our followers so when we thought about business casual our first show we thought what can we not give people right now that we want to be able to give them what stories are we not telling what value are we not creating I uh, within the newsletter 
the newsletter has amazing utility for saying, give us five minutes in the morning and we'll make sure you're kept up to date. What it doesn't do a great job of is going a level deeper within those shorter stories, helping you identify trends within the business world, and introducing you to the people behind these stories. So we think that we have a, a certain part of the audience, so a certain part of the now 2 million readers that want to get more out of the business world. And we thought that the interview show, Kinsey was already a writer, she's a rock star, she's amazing at what she does, let's give her an interview show so she can be a journalist and do what she does best and, and uncover stories and tell stories. So that was why we went into business casual as a podcast. Very easy, very low cost, use me, use Kinsey, jump into it, learn how to advertise, learn how to grow, learn the dynamics of the space. A daily news podcast sounds incredibly hard from an operations perspective, uh, and there are many other ambitious show types that we want to get into, uh, and we will get into, but not as the first one. So we felt very confident that we could go in, learn a lot, hit a home run, and figure out business casual. And I think that's what we've done a great job of. And we've now highlighted a part of our audience that isn't just a fan of Morning Brew, but is really a fan of engaging in the business world. It's not the shortest podcast out there, but it is still an efficient way of staying uh, not up to date, but staying a level deeper and, and constantly interacting in that way and going to you. So that's business casual. That's why it's slightly different, different value prop. A slightly different part of the audience, not meant for everybody, uh, but meant for a pretty wide audience that we think can grab into it. Audio at large, we originally went into because of a, as a medium, it's very engaging, it's very intimate. You're we're voices in your ears. It's not just a picture or a tweet, and it goes to you. You subscribe to a podcast. It's one to one. We're not fighting in a feed of madness on social media. We're not asking you to put in a URL on your web browser. Instead, it's saying, hey, subscribe to us once. We'll go to you consistently on our publishing schedule and deliver high quality audio. We like that as an idea. We saw the market growing. There's plenty of stuff out there that's talking about the increase in ad revenue, the increase in listenership. Uh, I think that as radio starts to die down and, and all of the radio advertising pours into digital audio, we'll see a lot of great things happen. Um, so we were excited just as everybody else was excited, but now I'm starting to shift my perspective on it as we've learned a bit and we're seeing a lot of things change very quickly and see podcasting instead as a very easy way to build proof of concept for a show and build proof of audience and say, hey, here's a show idea. It's a show, not a podcast. And if people like it, and if people like the idea of it, we'll then bring it into video, bring it into many other forms on YouTube, on social. Uh, who knows how you can extend that brand, but podcasting, again, is, is very easy to get people to listen to it because it's so easy to access. Everybody has the app on their phone. There's no intermediary, really. Um, and that, that became a very attractive idea, just to say, let's prove things in this medium. So we're going to continue to do that and find what other show concepts do we want to start in audio, invest in, find the audience, and then ask them what they want and extend beyond the one medium. So multiple revenue streams from the start, uh, much more multimedia faceted. So I think I said I had three parts to that answer, but it might actually just be two, where it's why business casual, 
why audio? What I even forget how I got into this whole rant. What what part of that did I not answer? I think you did a, a good <laughs> a good job. I mean, going back to my initial answer or initial question, I mean, I've wrote down three questions just when you were talking, but going back to my initial question, it was, you know, how is Morning Brew rebranding itself with this with implementing a new podcasting strategy? I think you answered that. And then also what is Morning Brew's podcasting strategy as a whole, which you kind of touched on with, you know, why enter the audio space in the first place? So something that I thought of when you were when you were answering that is you mentioned that business casual taps into a specific audience of within Morning Brew, Morning Brew's two million viewers. And you me- also mentioned that a daily newsletter or daily podcast would be very difficult to do from a logistics standpoint. But why not have a, a daily a daily business pod, business newsletter podcast to supplement the newsletter for people that maybe don't want to read, you know, spend five, 10 minutes to read something and they just want to pop their headphones in and get their news that way? Like, why, why not? Logistically, it may be difficult, but what if, I mean, is this something that people want? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think to your point, uh, calling it a saying that we shouldn't do it because it's too hard from an operations perspective would be a, a pretty bad answer, uh, right? Like we, we can figure it out. Uh, maybe as the first one, it's a good excuse for me. But but if it's a good idea and it's if it's a good business, then we should obviously figure out a way to do it. I, I definitely think there is demand from our current readership because they email us and say, hey, if only I could listen to this email uh, when I drive or commute. You know, those, those emails came before COVID. Uh, but, but right now I'm looking at the business model for a daily podcast and, and it's not actually that attractive. It's, it's very expensive. You got to hire. It's not. So when we start a newsletter, we, we can hire a writer and hand them the keys to the newsletter. There's editors, there's other people, there's designers. It, it takes the village of Morning Brew to get retail brew out three times a week. But a, a daily podcast is a much more expensive endeavor to go into, and it doesn't have the same uh, revenue potential within audio. We're trying to figure out a few things, see if maybe an exclusive deal somewhere makes sense. Uh, but when you, it just doesn't make, honestly, that's it. The, the business model doesn't really add up. Uh, there's a small portion of us that thinks that a audio version could cannibalize the open rate and the loyalty to the newsletter itself, which is what is our revenue engine right now for the entire business and fueling our growth. Um, but nobody's nobody's that that excited internally, which sounds crazy because it sounds like such a no-brainer idea, and I do think one day we will do it. Uh, but at the current moment, you'd have to bring on a whole other sales team to get the right amount of sales. You'd have to bring on a producer, maybe two hosts, and it starts to add up. So we've been temporarily uh, discouraged from starting it, but that's certainly, uh, again, not an excuse not to try it if everybody wants it. I think we'll end up figuring out a way to do it within the next 12 to 24 months. Well, definitely seems like it's something you guys have thought a lot about. <laughs> it, it's a hot debate. It has been for a very long time, and and it's it's hard to discuss because I feel like I – am on both sides constantly yeah you know i can see it from from both sides but once you mentioned that it could cannibalize the newsletter 
and that's your main driver of revenue, then I mean, it doesn't doesn't make sense at all then. But I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe eventually that's that's something that you guys will explore. But the next thing I kind of want to talk about is, you know, you mentioned before the business casual is a show, not a podcast. What is what's the difference? Like what is, what makes a podcast a podcast and a show a show? Oh, the word podcast in, in certain circles is is like a a very strict term where where people think that a podcast is open and distributed and free. So that means it's on an RSS feed, any app can receive it, anybody can receive it. Um, and, and it's it's very and that's it actually. It, it, anybody can get it, anybody can see it. Free is is sometimes up for debate. Uh, I think most pure, more pure podcasters say it's got to be free. I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. I don't care. But there's a lot of people that say that Spotify making exclusive content, if the audio program is only available on Spotify and it's not available to everybody, then it's no longer a podcast. All this to say it's nuanced. Because instead of getting caught up in that battle, what I want to say is we're building a conversation, an interview show. Where else would somebody want to consume an interview? Hot Ones does an amazing job on YouTube. 60 Minutes does it on cable TV. We're doing it on podcasting. A bunch of other great interview shows are on podcasting. Why can't we extend the brand to exist on all these platforms, assuming it makes sense from a business perspective? So I think the more we embrace different mediums and different platforms, the higher rate of success we'll have overall. And even saying the show, you know, a live event, that's a show. Why don't we do live events? Then it's not just a podcast. So, so being very open to it. The other kicker is saying, how do you extend a brand? A brand is not just content. One idea I'm tossing around right now is that when most of our guests come on, we end up asking what they're reading, what they recommend. Why don't we set up a commerce site that hosts all of these books and then we make affiliate revenue as people go and check out what Ray Dalio is reading and we get a, a certain commission for converting those sales. That type of thinking, I think, comes from looking at it as a show and a brand, not purely a podcast. So that's why I start to phrase things like that. And I think the vocabulary is actually quite important. All right. I'm happy I asked that because I wrote that down and I was like, I mean, did he did he just say it to say that or is there actually some meaning behind it? And I definitely agree because since starting my own podcast, I've joined like a few Facebook groups with people and there are those hard, like hardcore podcasters out there that are very strict in the way things are ran and people are entering the space. The space is completely exploding right now and things are changing pretty fast and it's it's making a lot of people like traditional podcasters, like we talked about before, like rethink the way that they're doing things and show versus podcast. I mean, I, I understand the difference now. So something that you touched on is, you know, Spotify and its exclusivity. So today Joe Rogan signed with Spotify. What are your initial thoughts on that? <laughs> oh, I am excited and terrified at all at the same time. It's it's a cool deal. I, I saw, what, $200 million maybe? Who knows? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of certain incentives built in. The Ringer was $250 million, supposedly, right? So Spotify is pouring a ton of money. Uh, I, I'm curious who else is bidding on these 
companies and programs. And it seems like there's one buyer in the market right now, which is a, a very weird dynamic that I don't think can last forever. Um, but again, I, I don't really care that Joe Rogan isn't a podcast anymore, that it's exclusive or whatever. I mean, the YouTube comments seem a little angry at first, but I'm, I'm sure both sides think that this is going to be beneficial for both of them. And, and I hope that it means a better user experience. It means a better show uh, for everybody. And it, it increases the competition for people to make better content and better business ideas, which will then hopefully make the listener experience the best. Uh, so I, I'm optimistic. I, I got to figure out what it means for, for our audio strategy, which I think makes me want to double down on keep thinking about brands and shows rather than just podcasts. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? It, it's a lot to take in. I mean, initially, I I don't know. I just read it, and I haven't really took a chance to like think about it. But now that we're having this conversation, we're talking about your strategy and hearing how you're building a show and a brand using podcasting and it's the Joe Rogan shows shows very interesting because it's it's interview style he's bringing on some of the biggest names in the world and he's building this community and now it's exclusive to Spotify so I understand what you're saying by you know the show quality might improve the consumer experience may be better but it's it's going to be interesting to see how these distributors or these of podcasts apple apple podcasts stitcher like spotify are going to bid on different shows and it's going to be it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to all play out it's going to be similar to like I mean, shows on like ABC or stuff or like CBS or stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of how I envision it. And this is, again, this is the first time I'm thinking about this. But th those are my initial initial thoughts. But yeah. the next thing. Oh, no, you sorry, I've got two more little things to add as you as you talk about it. It's thinking about how certain mediums are closed, like CBS, NBC, right? Only certain things can make it on the channel if they allow it, where anything can be on YouTube, anything can be emailed, uh, email even more so because you can have a Gmail, a Hotmail, doesn't matter. Uh, and, and then the second big point I think I'm going to keep watching out for is Spotify clearly wants to start providing some sort of ad platform for podcasts. So when Joe Rogan and The Ringer bring so much content over and Spotify owns it or owns access to monetizing the IP for Joe Rogan, uh, can they kickstart their ad model their ad base for podcasts with really good content and then start to say hey instead of you hiring your own salespeople for your own podcast we have really high quality ads that can help you monetize without you lifting a finger so i, I think that's another component from a publisher perspective uh which is exciting and dangerous all at the same time yeah and it's also going to be interesting how they're gonna you talk about spotify you know, developing their like an advert advertising around podcast shows, how they're going to tailor those advertisements to specific audiences and how they're going to segment that out and deliver advertisements or marketing. I mean, true difference between advertising and marketing, marketing, you're 
you're finding a specific audience and you're delivering them what they want to the market and advertising. It's like, okay, here it is. And a lot of times, and I'm not sure if you think the same way, you listen to a podcast and sometimes the advertisement doesn't specifically line up to what the show's about. And if Spotify can figure that that out with, okay, who's listening? What what products would they be interested in? And build their strategy and their advertising engine around that. That's what's super powerful, I think. I completely agree. So something you mentioned before is you talked about the business model for for daily podcasts being a disaster. And I completely understand that, like from a logistic standpoint, from a like economic standpoint. But what is the this is something you could talk to? What is the business model for a weekly show? Like what's the business model model for the the business casual podcast? Sure. Right now we make money by selling ads and those ads are sold you sell a certain number of impressions over a certain time range some shows sell exclusively to the episodes so they say hey we've got a bunch of episodes coming out this month do you want to have your ads uh, baked in or just part of the actual content within that one episode we've gone the alternate route and said we're going to use dynamic insertion where over the entire show you're going to get you know, 50,000 impressions. We do a certain amount per week, per month. We, we know what our inventory is. We, we project out and we sell in advance. So it says once, you, once your ad plays 50,000 times over any episode, um, any fresh download, it then stops. Right now, new episodes represent about, I think, 70% of a certain week's downloads. So, you know, Sometimes it's older content, but it's always a fresh listen. So it's always a valuable person to advertise to. Um, so, so right now we've got our sales team going out to partners and selling impressions. The future of it is going to look more like a package where you sell uh, appear a brand represent, represented on the cover art, uh, on social media, in a few other places, and you sell it at a flat fee instead. Uh, it's a bit more efficient for us internally but but for now it's it's selling ads based on how many downloads we gain each week uh and it's going pretty well and we're learning a lot so yeah that, that's the business model behind it so that's by impressions you mean like unique downloads correct we used a we use a certified download from the iab which is the advertising bureau and our hosting platform, Art19, which distributes the podcast to uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen, uh, it knows when, a when an episode is downloaded. And so for every download, we assume that's a, a converted impression. So kind of going back to business casual, this is, kind of, this is a question that my friend wanted me to ask. He says, what's the best way to get in contact with big names if you're not quote unquote, at that level yet? Because you guys have had some awesome people and obviously you have a brand behind you as well. But for people that are just kind of getting started in the podcasting world, how can you make your way to interviewing some some bigger names? We, we get, I get that question a lot and I don't think there's a, a silver bullet. Sometimes like for Mark Cuban, Alex, our CEO, had been emailing him since 2015 when he started Morning Brew. Uh, for others... 
somebody had a book to promote and we got caught up with the right PR person and we got 30, 45 minutes with that person. Um, sometimes it's a cold email, sometimes it's a DM, sometimes it's a trade and saying, hey, we'll help you with something, you help us with this. It's definitely helpful to have uh, the brand love for Morning Brew, the network of the people that we work with, uh, the other assets within the company. So I, I think if I had to give advice for people starting, I, I would just say make yourself as valuable as possible um, and, and just try anything. I, I really don't think there's a silver bullet, but when you ask, it's saying I, I have a, a reason why I want to talk to you. Uh, the listeners care about what you have to say and you want to talk to my audience. Uh, and, and I would really appreciate your time. It, it's a, a very simple ask. Uh, you know, Everybody's got an iPhone or a computer right now. Uh, everybody's got a lot of time at home right now. Can can I, if, if you have time, can I just have some time? Um, I, I think the way you asked me, I, you know, we've exchanged emails and calls before, um, and, and you asked politely and very simply and made it very easy, and I said, sure. I, I'm not Ray Dalio, and I'm not assuming I'm anywhere, not. anywhere close. <laughs> uh, but but I, I think it's it's one by one, and, and the better you make the podcast and the, the better you curate your guests for your listeners, um, each week you get closer to whoever your dream guest might be. Yeah, and that's kind of something that I've learned from from starting this is that it's kind of like a, a chain. You know, you you interview somebody and then you ask them, and this is just and that like even applies to networking in general. And you know, you talk to somebody or you interview someone, and then you say, "Hey, is there anybody else you'd suggest that I talk to or reach out to?" And then it goes from there. So I think that's some some pretty valuable advice and i think that they'll my friend will be happy with that but <laughs> we, we, we do the same exact thing whenever we finish an interview we go what do you think are the most interesting business topics for us to address and who do you think we should get to answer them and we get amazing answers that's probably what i'm going to ask you a little bit later <laughs> <laughs> but we um so we talked a little bit about business casual which is your your weekly podcast but you also started the founders journal with CEO Alex Lieberman, and I've I've really enjoyed this. Can you talk a little bit about what it is, what the mission is, and just what your initial thoughts of it are? Totally. The Founders Journal is Alex's Monday through Thursday journal entry. Um, I used to sit across from him when we were in the office, and, and I feel like the stuff that we talk about on that 10-minute podcast is, is the way we would end our day, and every time he'd go, I'm now going to use this for, for my LinkedIn post for the day. He loves LinkedIn. He loves posting. It's It's been very helpful for Alex to build a personal brand. And, and personally, I think that it, it is exactly who he is through and through. He's very authentic. He's very empathetic. Um, I look up to Alex for a number of reasons, and it's, I've learned a lot from him working with him. Uh, so, so a couple weeks ago, Erica Nardini, the CEO of Barstool, started doing the same exact thing. Alex slacked me. I knew exactly what he was going to say. He said, we got to do this. And I said, I've learned how to make podcasts. We've been having these conversations. We don't get to have them because we're remote. I'm down. I, Him and I now get to make sure we talk every day, um, which is very easy not to do with everything else going on. Uh, so we, we like it. <laughs> We've been going on LinkedIn, li LinkedIn Live and doing these. Uh, but but that was it. That he just wanted to, and I I'm happy to help him, and it's fun for me. So we're making it happen. 
there's no business plan. There's no other assets used for it. There's no other resources put in. Um, it, it's simply because we wanted to, and, and he's not doing this for everybody and anybody. He wants to find uh, people, I think, like you, who are are very entrepreneurial, who are making things happen and, and have a lot of ideas and, and need somebody or hopefully find comfort in somebody like Alex, who's very giving with his thoughts. Uh, so, so that's it. I, we have no idea where it's going to go. We've gotten a lot of cool feedback. It's great to hear that you've been listening and that you enjoy it. Um, it's, it's 20 minutes out of our day that we, we really have fun with. Yeah, I've really enjoyed listening to it so far. And it's, it's hard to keep up with a, a daily podcast, but some of my favorite, favorite ones so far were the one about productivity, which is on May 7th, and then distraction, which is on May 11th. And I really, I really like the distraction one because I recently did, I think we were talking about this before, I did a social media detox and I really like resonated with that. I was like, I completely agree. Like this is what I learned about and this is what my experience is about. So it was good to hear about that from you guys. Yeah, I, I like this too. Those are good conversations. Yeah. So business casual and then, and then founders journal. So what, those are the podcasts that you have now. What is, what's some of the stuff that's on your radar? We also talked about a daily podcast that could align with the newsletter, but what are some other ideas or brainstorms that you guys have had that you're thinking about exploring in the podcast world? Hmm. I'm trying to think how much to disclose. There's a document called Morning Brew Podcast Network that I've been hard at work with, with some of the other people on the team fleshing out our plans for this. We, we like to write a lot internally and, and share our ideas. Um, we also tend not to hold much back, so I'm just going to answer it anyway. Um, there, there's a few types of, of things that we are excited about within audio. Uh, as I mentioned, creating these brands is very exciting. So there are a few show concepts that I think are uh, general business wide audience uh, that have the potential to be as big as business casual, if not bigger. Address general business, not be too niche. Uh, call it a news show, maybe a, new, a daily news show, maybe not. It's a, a talk show, a trivia show, a, a, a money show, something very general that is habit-forming and can go on in perpetuity. So there's a, a certain bucket of show concepts that we're tossing around there that we say, why don't we build another brand where we're starting to get pretty confident in our abilities to do so. Let's go get fresh, unique talent or, or find people internally uh, and build another brand and have some fun with that and deliver a different value proposition. Try and find another way to make the business world more engaging that doesn't copy the interviewer, doesn't copy staying up to date on the news in five minutes or less. Then there's two other categories that are pretty interesting. Uh, pretty interesting from my perspective. This is what I do all day. Uh, one is thinking about narrative uh, serial podcasts that are just short run, 10 episodes. You get an advertiser to sponsor the whole thing. You produce it really well, probably with somebody out of our actual full-time team and say, you have a really cool story to tell. We're going to market it. We're going to monetize it. And you're going to tell this awesome story and get it out there. So I, I'm interested in seeing what model that plays into uh, and, and how that could factor into 
you know, releasing one to two of these a quarter once we fully ramp that up and have a network of really cool storytellers that want to, again, forward the mission of the whole company. So that's the second type of show. If anyone's listening and has an idea for a show, please let me know. Uh, and, and then the third type, uh, the third type of show that I think is really interesting within audio is, is brand extensions. So you look at a retail brew, and you look at somebody like Haley the Savage, who is really talented, who's been doing Instagram lives, uh, and and is really good at, at interviewing people. So we say, why why doesn't she have a podcast? And, and there's a lot of reasons not to do it. There's a lot of reasons to do it. Uh, but but I think that if if readers want it from retail brew, and it's a way to increase LTV, to be a lead gen for the newsletter for the the retail brew brand. Uh, there's a lot of compelling reasons to think about uh, new uh, podcasts within that that business to business retail vertical or, or any of our other verticals. We're launching marketing in the summer. Uh, what does a marketing podcast look like? Why should we? Why shouldn't we? So, so the extensions is the third bucket. Um, that's what I'm tossing around right now. Uh, we we got to start to make things happen, but uh, that that's how I'm looking at it. I, I think there's a way to start to push all three of those forward and, and start to make more shows over the next couple of years. Well, listen, man, if you need help with any of that stuff, let me know. That's super <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Thanks. But Thanks. The, um, so you talked about the serial podcast of people. I think that's such a good idea, like to have like 10, 15 episodes. It's a series. It's produced really well. I've seen this with like storytelling kind of kind of podcast where it's like a I don't know if you've seen those like the the crime podcast where it's like telling telling a story over like a season it's like a Netflix kind of show kind of deal and that would be super cool if you brought on for example we were talking about Mark Cuban if you brought on Mark Cuban had Cuban talk about 10 different topics you know talk about the election or talk about like why not why aren't you running for president and then like what was your first business what would you what tips would you give someone who wanted to start their own business like that would be super cool yeah exactly so i i think there's a lot of really good ideas uh and i think opening it up to this community of thinkers is the best way to get really good ideas so i'm uh, i'm glad you think it's a good idea I'm, I'm curious to see how we can make it a reality so you you guys entered the the podcasting world. You have two podcasts now. What have been the biggest lessons that you slash like the Morning Brew team have learned from launching these podcasts? What have we learned from launching these podcasts? That's a another good question. I gotta like think through a lot of the the benefit and what I'm very grateful for in my my position is that I get to work with a lot of different people in the business. So my brain right now is scanning what have we learned from the revenue department, from working with Jenny on growth, from working with Kinsey and Marilyn in content. Um, I think one of the biggest lessons has been to continue to do what we like as much as we want data and spreadsheets to tell us what to do next. We tend to find the most success when when we feel like we did a really good job, and that could be a, a partnership where we we went live with somebody on Twitter. It could be just covering a topic with a guest that 
maybe not everybody knew, but we really liked, and then they did an awesome job because they were super engaging and knowledgeable on a topic, and, and you know, con whatever it might be. Um, so I, I think as long as we know we're pointing in the direction and we keep doing what we like, things have tend to go well because sometimes we, we find ourselves forcing ourselves into uh, situations that we might not love to do. So I think that's been one lesson, and, and that's also creates the best content. The best content is the best growth driver. Um, so that tends to be that. Let me think of one more thing. The thing that we've learned, I, I think talking to people too, asking questions has led to a lot of really good moments for us in the podcast. It's talking to listeners, uh, be, being very blunt with potential guests and asking what they want to talk about. Uh, that tends to help. People are very giving right now with their feedback as long as you ask for it. It's not as easy as an email newsletter where you can hit reply. Uh, but when we do put in the effort to get it, people tend to put in the effort to give it back. So I think that's been another lesson that I probably need to keep reminding myself, uh, especially as things get tough with corona and everything being so crazy. Uh, so yeah, I think that makes sense. I haven't really thought about what I've learned, but I think that's that's what I'd say. So do what you like and, and ask more questions. I, it definitely makes sense because you and Alex both started Founders Journal because you guys were having these conversations you wanted to share them with people and build a community around what you guys were talking about and i definitely have experienced that as well i don't really know what my mission is with with this podcast but i mean well, I, it's, what do you think your mission is can you can you give it a shot so i've been my tagline has been showcasing gritty and curious people now that's it's very ambiguous but it's more so like exploring ideas and having the conversations that you typically wouldn't have with people on a daily basis, whether that be one of my best friends or somebody who is doing something that's very interesting to me. Like I, I saw that you were managing all the pod or the podcast for morning brew. And I was like, that's super cool. Like, I wonder what that has been like. And then I reached out to you. Makes sense to me. I like it. So, so I guess that's I guess mission. that's my mission. Yeah. So I guess that's a that's a good segue into the into the next topic, where I kind of want to talk about podcasting in general. So, who should should start a podcast, and what are kind of the benefits of having a podcast as an individual and also as a business and a brand? Oh. Who should have a podcast? If you want a podcast, you make a podcast. That's the beauty of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually think that's my answer. I think, I think the beauty of it is it, we are on Skype right now. You're then going to get to distribute it to anybody you want, essentially for free. I think there's a lot to be said for that as, as a choice of medium. Um, for an individual to start a podcast... I, I think it's a great form of expression. I don't think that everything needs a dollar sign and a business plan attached to it. Uh, it's a great way to network. It's a great way to build your personal brand. It's a great way to share something with friends if you're uh, recapping. I keep pushing one of my friends who I always have great conversations with about new shows, what movies are coming out. We used to go to, we had our AMC A-list uh, pass where we'd go and we'd talk for hours afterward about a movie. And I said, I want you to, to tell more people about this. I know you're having this conversation with your brother, with other friends. 
why don't you, at the end of every month, make a podcast where you just talk about the stuff you talked about? I'm pushing him to do that. There's no money behind it. Uh, you know, if you're an investor, it's a great way to get deal flow. If you're an actor, it might be a great way to display your acting skills. So instead of just a, a paper resume, you actually have your own form of creativity. So I, I don't know. I, I don't want to under. I, I tend to, especially online and in my writing, tend to undervalue hobbyist podcasting because uh, I think, but I do think it is really, really great from a business perspective. Yeah, that's where I start to get even more passionate and say, this is a really great way, again, to prove a concept of a show and find an audience that will help you grow the concept into what could be potentially very, very big. Even within the podcasting medium, a lot of advertisers are getting excited and jumping into this space. Uh, I think it's a great form of advertising. Surprisingly, very few people skip through the ad. When you think about programmatic ads on a website and it's in the corner, you don't see it, you don't care about it, as a very low click-through rate. Podcasting ads can actually be very authentic and 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 interesting. I think when when the ads are done right. Uh, so, for a business perspective, it's it's great, even if you're not a media company, to put thought in to your own brand communications and own the distribution and own the communication with your audience over and over again, I think is going to be even more important. So whether you're a media company, whether you're not, if you want recurring revenue, I think you need recurring conversation. And, and this is a fantastic way to do it. Um, so there's a bunch of reasons to start a podcast. But I, I think the, another very important question is why not to start a podcast. And it's if you're not actually going to commit to it, if you're going to publish infrequently, uh, if you don't like it, don't do it. Um, if you don't have anything specific and interesting to say, don't say it. Uh, so, so all of that to say, I think that it's a it's a great place to test something out. It's the same as a blog. It's I think content creation is healthy. I think writing is create is healthy. Somebody on one of our podcasts said that everybody should have a form of expression, uh, and I think I think this is a great free way to do it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, just from <clears throat> starting my own thing, there've been a handful of people that have reached out to me and said, "Hey man, like I'm I really want to start something. I want to start a podcast with my friend. I want to talk about this." And I think it's awesome. And I I definitely agree with the fact that everybody should have some sort of way to express themselves whether that mean whatever whether that means having a blog or hopping on and you know, posting podcasts or vlogging, you know, it's, it is healthy. It's something that everybody should do to like have the confidence to put your ideas out there. And, you know, if someone listens, they listen, but it's more so, you know, you, you're putting yourself out there and getting your thoughts down on paper or in words, I guess. Yeah. I think the funny thing is there's so many articles about how we hit peak podcasting, but, but very few about peak YouTube peak music creation peak websites like that's a silly ass question to ask why are we asking it about this medium in particular uh, it's audio it is a there's audio there's visual there's whatever but but I, I think that those articles in particular are quite silly yeah i think that's bs too i saw like a i was reading an article i forget where it was but it it compared the number of blogs in the world to the number of podcasts and then like YouTube channels. And there are 
million like 10x more blogs in the world than there are podcasts like podcasting is just starting like i mean we've had radio for a very long time but i think that the audio space is about to explode and it's it's just getting to that point right now yeah it's, it's excited to be a, it's exciting to be a part of it so i'm happy to be doing what i'm doing so that's the next thing i want to talk about and this is a question that i, I actually applied for the the business casual internship and one of the questions was what is the future of audio so i want to ask you what what's the future of audio in general what's it going to look like in five years ten years and let's start with that oh what's the future of audio uh, yeah that there's a reason why we're asking on the application because i don't know the answer uh i i think audio is due for a lot of new technology to be added to it. There, there's a lot of room for technology and, and content creation creativity. Part of me thinks that we were very distracted by video for the past decade or so. You saw a lot of media companies live and then die by it. And, and I think it also uh, took a, the attention away from making good audio content. Uh, there are so many shows that aren't there. There aren't actually that many great podcasts. There's a lot of podcasts, like we were just saying. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't think that there are that many amazing audio-first uh, shows. So I think what we'll see a lot of fun stuff happen there, and, and then we'll see how technology can open it up even more. There's no way right now to engage with a podcast. The podcast doesn't change based on what you're doing. Um, where you are, how you're feeling, how fast you're running. Uh, you know, if I say skip during a daily update, will it will it not totally disorient the show to the next article? I, I don't know, but I think all of these things that have barely been touched, and, and I think it's probably more than five, ten years for a lot of the, the sci-fi that I'm thinking about, uh, if I were to bring it closer to the to the near term, my, my best answer, and to give you a real answer, is that all the forms of reality are actually going to exist. We, we talked about Joe Rogan and The Ringer earlier, going exclusive to Spotify. We'll continue to see that. We'll start seeing more paid podcasting where you pay for content, and we'll continue to see free content. It, I think it all can exist the same way all types of video content exists. Um, so I'm excited to to try and see which of those or or which of those a few of those might fit for Morning Brew, but but I think that they'll all be there. We'll get better shows, and this is my very long-winded way of saying that's that's what I think the future is going to hold for us. So you touched on you talked about sci-fi for a little bit, and other specific technologies. What are your thoughts on voice assistants and how will they play a role in the future of audio and the podcasting space? Yeah, I love that you asked that because I think it is a big conversation to have. One is is voice as an input. Uh, so when you go to an elevator, when you go to the fridge, you, you can talk to these things the same way you could tap on a screen in front of one of them. Uh, I think that there's a lot of creativity there left for us to pursue uh, and how we use Alexa and Siri has yet to evolve. When when Gen Z is native to these things, when millennials are adept at using them, what what kind of ideas do we bring to the table? 
Um, so I, I think that's there. I think the, the content realm is a little bit different, how you can engage with content. Uh, I, I mean, maybe, you know, the, the same way I, I think that the next generation, I, I'm 24, I, I don't know how old I'm making myself seem, uh, but if I see somebody playing Fortnite and they look at me watching a movie, they say, how come you're not engaging with the movie? Why are you not in the same way I'm engaging with Fortnite? Maybe that's how we're going to look at some sort of audio program and saying, why are you not engaging with the programming? Why are you just sitting back and passively listening? Um, I haven't thought too much about it. I, I think more so when predicting the future of, of audio content, it's more so just really creative shows that are fun to listen to. So I like how you talked about engaging, because this is kind of something that I've thought about as well in terms of, let's say that I wanted to ask Warren Buffett about investing advice. You know, what, sh what should I do with my money? Warren Buffett has recorded, he's probably been on the radio a bunch of times. He has a bunch of video content, a bunch of blogs. There's lots of information and advice that exists in the internet, in the world, and it's very difficult to query into that information, whether that be in a video or an audio format. So in terms of engaging, you know, imagine you could say, hey, Warren Buffett, I have $10,000. What should I do with it? And he delivers an answer directly to you. And another example would be, let's say that I get up in the morning and I'm looking for looking to make like a healthy breakfast. And I, I follow a bunch of fitness influencers and I'm like, Hmm, I wonder what this fitness influencer would is making for breakfast this morning. That's what I want to make. Hey, said fitness influencer, what should I make for breakfast? Asking the virtual assistant this this question or this voice assistant, and then it delivering an answer back to you that's all it's doing is relaying the information in a way, but it's difficult because podcasts, audio, and video hasn't been queried and it, it can't be searched in the same way that text is. So in terms of engaging, I think that might be an, a, a, the next level of engagement with, with voice. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think that makes perfect sense. I, I'd love to be able to do that. I think being able to query audio is probably inevitable. Uh, to give you a, a perspective on what we do right now is right now I have to, we, we record the raw audio like we would do right now. We edit it. We we edit it within Google Docs and a transcription service. We then get a final version of the audio, and then we transcribe it again using somebody from Upwork. Upwork. Her name is Dana. We love her. And then I upload the transcription to the website for hopefully uh, Google and other search engines to pick up the SEO capabilities of the audio that we've created. The process sucks. Like that's terrible. To your Sounds point, what? Hey, it's super manual. It's, it's more expensive than it should be. Um, it takes time. And, and to your point, it, it there there's so much that should happen. So I think there's a whole separate conversation that we could have at a later date about the tools that are available right now within the audio world and how much room there is to grow on that side. And, and I think that can also enable a lot more of the creativity that I'm, I'm so itching for. So another thing I've thought of is have have you guys thought about like making an Alexa like flash briefing for for the morning brew? Has that been something that you guys thought about? Uh, we, we've been approached about this. We've thought about it. 
Uh, smart speakers are one of these things that are very sexy and sound cool to be in. The market's actually really small for it right now. Everyone keeps saying it's growing really fast, but it's growing from tininess. And and I think one day we'll probably jump into it. Uh, I, I like the idea of it, but we we have a lot more that we think could drive a lot more impact uh, to our readers than than paying attention to those things just yet. Uh, and in a category like that, I'm a bit more tempted to see other people get their hands dirty and, and then follow suit. I, I think knowing when to try and be the first and when to be the second is is kind of important. Uh, it's the other reason why I'm a bit hesitant for paid podcasting. I, I don't really feel the need to be the first one to try and make that scale. Um, so smart speakers are cool, but not, nothing that is is immediately actionable today as far as us moving the business forward. Yeah, it's something that I've looked into just like to, like how, how would you build like a, an Alexa app or how would you do this and it's it's complicated it, there's lots of moving parts you're right it's like untested there's not many people that are entering the space I was, I was just curious to see if that's something you guys were, were considering yeah not not just yet but keeping an eye on it trying to learn as it grows well awesome man yeah we did we covered a lot of topics but thank you so much for your time it was good good talking to you and I hope we can get continue this conversation at uh, another time yeah thank you i appreciate it and uh keep keep it up i'm excited to watch your podcast grow all right man i'll talk to you soon God bless. this has been the gritty and curious podcast gritty and curious is a podcast where we interview the world's smartest creators self-starters and entrepreneurs so we can give you the inspiration you need to start your next venture if you enjoyed this episode you'd be the best if you subscribed left a rating and wrote a quick review By doing these things, you let us know that you're listening and it inspires us to keep creating. So thank you. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.